You know, my name is Kyle Kemper. Um, my mother is Margaret Trudeau. My father is Fried Kemper. Uh, my half brother is Justin Trudeau and Alexandre Trudeau and the late Michelle Trudeau. Just the narrative just doesn't add up at all. And, you know, to see where we are now uh, with, you know, military rolling out an experimental vaccine plan for everybody that just terrifies me and it's you know it is a world war three and it is a it is a psychological warfare so there's the chinese mafias that are in vancouver and there's a lot of money being funneled through the vancouver region so there are great concerns on many levels there's many things going on they've bought up a lot of our farmland and I mean a lot of our farmland. Is to flip the pyramid upside down so we can identify and 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 break that power paradigm and hold mm -hmm. them accountable. Like you know, at the end of the I agree. like we do need like you know a, a, a new Nuremberg trials here, like a global yes. of the people by the people mm -hmm. for the people to hold specific people accountable. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwessel.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash sarahwessel. Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Kyle Kemper and Amina Matola joining the program. Kyle is Justin Trudeau's brother, which is going to make a very interesting interview. And I also have Amina, who, is, along with Kyle, are patriots working to help regain freedom and sovereignty for the people of Canada and the world. And what we're going to discuss is the Chinese that are in Canada, what that means, what the danger is, because we're in, we're in pretty serious situation with what's going on, and also acknowledge the fact that we're in World War III and what that means. It, a lot of people don't even realize that we're in the midst of a war, a cyber war, and how serious it is. And so we talk about that. But before we get into the interview, I wanted to share with you that I now have the movie bundle from the movie Finding Courage. It's about a family from China that dares to be free. And it's about their fight in the concentration camps and what they had to endure. And also with this bundle, you also get the 330-page book. It's called The Chinese Walking Dead, which includes interviews with over two dozen former and current Chinese Communist Party officials sharing what life is really like in China. This is a must-have for anyone wanting to understand what life is really like and how strict the communist regime is and why uh, they call it the walking dead. And you can get that whole bundle. It's normally $19.95. You can get it for 25% off using my code SW. And you can get it at sarahwestall.com under shop. But one of the things they say, Jersey Shore Film Festival said this may be one of the most important documentaries they've ever received. 
really is important for people to understand what's really going on in a communist regime, a very strict communist regime, and what these globalists have in mind for uh, most of the Western world. So it's a must read. Again, you can get this and many other great items at sarahwestall.com under shop. Okay, now let's get into my interview with Kyle Kemper and Amina Motala. Hi, Kyle and Amina. Thank you so much for joining the program. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Ditto. I, I'm really happy that you're here. We have a lot to talk about. I'm very concerned with what's going on in Canada and in the all over the world, you know, United States, Canada, the world. What's going on in Canada is going to directly affect the United States. Um, people that don't understand that are not paying attention. Um, and, and I want to talk about you two. First of all, what you're both doing. You both live in Canada um, and who your background is. I mean, Amina, you've been doing such wonderful work all around Canada, hooking everybody together. And Kyle, you're a very interesting character. You have a, a pretty famous half-brother, um, which you might want to talk about. And uh, so who wants to start? Ladies Kyle, first. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, so up here in Canada, for those that don't know, um, I actually have been working in the blockchain space for a number of years, and this is how I got to know Kyle Kemper. And, um, but moving on from that, because that's not the issue today, we, I did find my way to uh, meet Norman Traversy, who is privately prosecuting Justin Trudeau and uh, also financial crimes in Canada. We have, you know, I've worked with him towards uh, finding solutions and finding a way, and we are now finding our way towards common law courts. And um, Norman is well on his way working towards things like that at the moment. And it is quite a movement that we have started. Um, I would say also we I've joined a team, the Canadian investigation team for General Paul uh, Vallely. He's a major two-star general in the United States. And um, he also collaborates with General McKinnery, who is a three-star lieutenant general. And uh, we do some Canadian articles for him and helping to let them know what is going on uh, today in Canada as we have many threats and many things going on. We have a lot of threats from China at the moment, and it's very concerning, um, you know, hearing it from the generals themselves. It's, it's a very serious and um, issue that is, you know, it is a World War III, and it is a, it is a psychological warfare um tech uh, i would say information war so serious stuff going on sarah up here and you know as you know we are a family to the united states so we are working together uh, especially us independent medias i do have an independent media channel that i am just you know really trying hard to share knowledge and connect people as you said earlier and helping to you know just convey uh, a better a path of truth and where we are as humanity and what is happening. So, yeah. Yeah. And I want to, as we get into this, I want to get into where the generals and you guys see China with Canada. I think that's a very, very important point, but Kyle, can you talk about um, who you are and your background and what you're doing? Great. Yeah, sure. So, you know, my name is Kyle Kemper. Um, my mother is Margaret Trudeau. My father's Fried Kemper. Uh, my half brother is Justin Trudeau and Alexandre Trudeau and the late Michelle Trudeau. Um, you know, I grew up in Ottawa, uh, surrounded by, you know, the, the, the politics and the people of the nation's capital. Uh, I went out to university in Dalhousie University in the east coast of Canada. After university, I worked in, in finance, and then I worked in technology, and then I worked in the restaurant industry, and then I had my Bitcoin awakening, and uh, that was in 2013. And since 2013, I have been, you know, basically completely devoted to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. Um, last week, I was followed by John Iveson, who's one of the main reporters for the National Post in Canada. I messaged him on Twitter. I I checked out his stuff and he's like, okay, this guy seems like, you know, not a, not a, you know, total puppet. And, 
<clears throat> and then, you know, inquired, like said nice words, then inquired whether he had any crypto and ended up getting in a crypto conversation with him. And then he asked to do a phone call uh, about libertarianism versus authoritarianism. And so I hopped on the call with him. I, you know, pride myself on being open and, 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 and vulnerable and, uh, and, and one who's, you know, always available kind of, you know, for a comment or, or, or questions. And uh, it ended up becoming a front page uh, article on the on the National Post, on one of Canada's national newspapers, saying I dissent and saying proclaiming me an anti-vaxxer, a Bitcoin entrepreneur and an affectionate critic of, uh, of my brother. So, you know, that's that's where that lies. Um, you know, I'm building out a project called Swiss Key right now, which aims to be about aims to be like a Swiss key for or a Swiss army knife for crypto, uh, making it very easy and accessible. I truly believe that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies represent, uh, you know, the red pill to the financial matrix. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm kind of devoting myself to this. Uh, with regards to COVID, um, you know, I had been with Sophie Trudeau uh, before she was declared COVID positive. So we took it very seriously uh, in the beginning, like I think all of us did. Um, and then oh, there's just so many questions. So, you know, we're, we, we watched, we, we were taking out precautions before anybody else. And then there was so much information and then just, it just the narrative just doesn't add up at all. And, you know, to see where we are now uh, with, you know, military rolling out an experimental vaccine plan for everybody that just terrifies me and it's and you know i've really got this sense and this is one of the things i've kind of realized was you know we've spent the last almost year now under uh under the constant attack of fear from the mainstream media and 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 the channels and the advertisements etc and 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 our public health officials and government officials, et cetera, around around the danger of COVID and how, how what a threat it is to to everybody. And now we're and now we're now this vaccine, this experimental injection is being, you know, positioned as hope and something to not question the safety of or not or not represent any danger. So I find that to be uh, very concerning. And, uh, you know, the, and I feel like it's, it, the reverse is true. Like COVID is not something to be terrified of, but an experimental injection going into your bloodstream that has the potential to, you know, modify the way that your body works and the way that your DNA acts is something I'm very concerned about. And we don't have really any transparency or accountability into the supply chain, into the ingredients. Um, you know, into the safety of it. We have no long-term effects known. So I'm a vocal, a vocal uh, opponent to the experimental vaccine. I don't appreciate being labeled as an anti-vaxxer, but if you, that helps you, sure, go for it, whatever. Uh, but you know, I'm 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 not anti-vaccines in, in in general, but I definitely anti-experimental vaccine being deployed by the military and forcibly pushed upon the people. Even if the people are willing to accept it because they've been programmed to accept it, uh, I still think that's wrong. And as our friend, I mean, and our friend Michael Swinwood has made a YouTube video about this is tantamount to genocide. Um, even if it doesn't kill everybody, this is about taking uh, taking away our rights and imposing strict conditions on our lives, which is tantamount to genocide. Yeah. So I think it's very, very serious. Well, and also from the fact that it's just not serious for so much, such a large portion of the population, and then they're forcing this anybody that can actually critically think and are are healthily or have a healthy. Uh, criticism of people in power and question authority to make sure things are legit would question this. It, it's very obvious that there's an operation going on here. The other thing is that there are very uh, successful and effective therapeutics that would make the the number of deaths so low that a vaccine is is just absurd. You know, I mean, an experimental one at that. So, and then we question why aren't they allowing these effective therapeutics to be accessible? So that's just another indication that this is an operation. Indeed. And so, yeah. And so 
we, you answered my question. I was going to ask, so what, what do you think on all this based on the fact that the front page newspaper, you know, obviously they're doing it because it, for them, it's a salacious story. For me, it's more, I want to help people and I want people to see the truth because we see this as mass genocide, a, a massive operation against humanity. And it's not even the people in our countries, but even the shutdown you know, we already know with Rocco Galati's lawsuit and all the uh, in Canada that 14 times more people in Canada are dying from the mandates than they are from the, the actual COVID, and that's what his research came up with, and it's like a thousand-page documented research. But even what's worse is the 130 million children worldwide that are now put into um, critical starvation mode and expected to die because of the shutdown of the um, supply chain. So obviously, with that many more people dying, that's way more than the number of people dying from COVID. So they have a different agenda, and it's mass human. This is just incredible, mass um, crimes against humanity. So my goal is to try to bring uh, smart people who can make a difference to help sort this out. Uh, And on top of the fact that we have COVID going on, we also have an operation going on with the Chinese seeming to take over Canada. And um, being honest, you know, Justin Trudeau seems to be very much in line with this operation, which is probably hard for you as a half-brother. Where are you with that, knowing that you're seeing, I suppose it probably brings some sadness to you, that your um, brother is aligning himself with something that could be just so atrocious? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you said it, it it is very sad for me. Uh, to see, you know, what is taking place. And, you know, I don't believe that this is Justin's decision to be doing what he's doing. I believe that he is the leader of the party and is in a spokesperson position and has, you know, a a legion of worm tongues in his ear whispering dark black magic um, towards you know, really against the best interests and the safety of Canadians. Um, so, you know, that's where I feel it, it is. It is sad uh, from, you know, from my perspective, I wish, you know, we could have more open discussions, uh, conscious, critically thinking discussions around the safety and what's best for Canadians. Uh, but it seems like his agenda is to be, you know, part of this uh, global push being orchestrated by the global corporatocracy to bring about, you know, some end goal that they see being their best outcome for civilization, which I believe runs counter to the human potential and to our civilizations and humanity's best interest. I truly believe that we are on the precipice of a golden age. And, you know, while this whole COVID, you know, and everything surrounding it is happening right now, it has created a lot of darkness in the world, but at the same time, it has created a lot of light. And out of this chaos, like in order for us to transition properly into a new age, there is definitely a requirement for chaos like things need to get shaken up before they can settle into a sacred pattern and i believe that's you know that what we're going through right now and we're seeing all sorts of different light workers coming together i believe that the population is very concerned the majority of people are very concerned the mainstream media portrays the population as not being concerned as being willing and supportive of this narrative but again that is a false narrative that they are pushing that doesn't actually represent the people i know from my conversations with actual people on the ground around the world and i don't know if it's just that i attract these type of people but in general it seems like people have questions and concerns and they are asking them and they are uh scared uh they're, they're like the fear has definitely had an effect and you know there is there is a, a, a brewing opposition to all of this. So to anybody out there who feels like they might be alone, you are not alone. 
you don't have to go very far too to find someone to uh, who sh will share very similar values with you. You might not agree on everything, but that's the great thing about humans is we don't have to agree on everything. And that's also the great thing about a functioning society is that we all do not agree on anything. There is opposition. Opposition leads to innovation and creation. Don't you think with this kind of situation that all the other differences, all the other political differences that we had before seem so trivial? I mean, this is something that really we should all be uniting on. I, I don't, like in the United States, the Democrat versus Republican, our normal differences seem so trivial in comparison to really, uh, you know, fighting, combating this global agenda that they have against humanity. Uh, and I, I want to ask you, Amina, what... Right. And put on yeah, go ahead. Spell. Go ahead. I said we've been put on this divisive spell, too, where we've, like, you know, we've been so compartmentalized into silos and everything has become so combative. And, you know, when we're dealing with Twitter or Facebook and, like, you know, you, you don't really recognize that you're actually talking to another person on the side, on the other end of that, uh, you know, it just becomes a lower vibration and it's not really human. Um, the way that we're connecting when you actually put people together and this is one of the great great tragedies of all this has been you know the the breakdown in freedom of assembly and you know and uh, you know and right to travel and to be able to actually come together and you know realize that hey we're on the same page here we've all got questions but when we're stuck in our little silo being being you know fed by you know even even those of us who are aware we're still receiving like an, an insane amount of, of propagandized subjective media that's trying to craft our worldview and, and, and narrative into you know compliance with with uh, an agenda absolutely yeah and that's what makes it so crystal clear to me that there's an operation going on um, Amina you've been working with two great people and I, I've had the chance to in, uh, interview uh, General McInerney um, and I would like to interview uh, General Galilee, uh, Valilee, I'm sorry. And, Valley. Yeah, Valley. Um, what are you learning from them on, and together you teaching them about what's going on in Canada with the Chinese troops? Because my understanding, and I, I was one of the first ones to cover it with when I had Kevin and Ed on, that there are indeed Chinese troops um, on the West Coast, and they have seen naval ships off the coast of Vancouver, and that you guys have um, actually have an agreement in Canada with the Chinese military to administer the vaccine to the Canadian people. Um, but that, with the recent um, declassified, it's supposed to be classified, but it came out and it wasn't redacted like it should be, documents coming out of the Canadian government showing a much deeper relationship with Chinese military and Canadians than people thought. Can you talk about where that is at and what's really going on to your, to, as much as you do know? Uh, I would... You know, I, I only know so much, Sarah, and the general has actually put out quite a few articles with threats to, from China on his website, and that's um, standupamericaus.org. And it's a great website to reference to for a lot of this information. Um, you know, now he's putting a lot more light onto Canada because it's very prevalent and the threats that it can pose to the United States. So that is now focus is the uh, articles we're doing for Canada today. China um, is definitely a threat from what I know. I think it's true what you said about the troops in the West. Uh, it's not, some of that's not 100% confirmed, but some of that is true. Um, I would also say that they have had troops here in Petawawa, Ontario, where they have already trained them doing tactical warfare. Apparently, they don't have the skill set to train their troops in China, so they're here. And our soldiers are training them, also awarding medals and awards to their generals uh, on our land. So this is um, absolutely you know, ridiculous. It is an incredible, you know, what is, is this, is this even treasonous at this point? Like, what are we doing with the communists here in this country and giving them uh, uh, awards and, and, and giving them that, that 
podium. It doesn't, uh, to me, it doesn't compute. So, you know, and I would say also there's, there's definitely a lot of threats. Um, There's the Chinese and just with corporation and the business and all the corporations that they, they are, they are starting and they have started already over the years here in North America. It's not just Canada. When I say this, Um, as well as um, there, they have, mafia so there's the chinese mafias that are in vancouver and there's a lot of money being funneled through the vancouver region so there are great concerns on many levels there's many things going on they've bought up a lot of our farmland and i mean a lot of our farmland so i've also heard and this is not something i can back up with anything this is by ear but i do feel it's worth mentioning you know, we are in the midst of a World War III, and I will quote that from the generals. We are in a war. This is serious. This is real. And um, a friend of mine has informed me of somebody that he's spoken very closely with um, who's let him know that there are Chinese people across our country in Canada who have been training, getting gun licenses and training at our target shooting places by the by many 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 chinese people across our nation what is going on like i i have to question that why are they training in such large numbers and why across our country and um it's there's the, the numbers were said to be quite large so i can't like i say i can't back that up with anything it is some a conversation i had but i do feel it's necessary to share some of this stuff at this point Um, it's, you know, and like the general had mentioned, he did an interview with, uh, General McKinnery. I will actually give you the link to that for people who would like to listen to it. It's very, very good. A lot of information there on this subject. And, you know, towards the end, the general made it very clear that we need to stand up. We need to rise and we need to fight back. And those were his words. So I think they're planning on, you know, bringing forth the military uh, perhaps martial law. This is the, the the conversations that they were having in this interview, and that is the direction that seems that they want to be going in um, because of all the treasonous acts that have been going on with the election, um, the things going on with the electoral vote and the Supreme Court. So there is cause and just to defend the Constitution, and I believe that is in in the planning. But he also made it very aware to let us know that we are in very good hands that they're on top of it and they're on top of all any, any threat of Chinese um, troops or uh, that are, that could be invading in our countries and they are on top of it. So those are encouraging words. And I want to, I want that positive spin on that because, you know, people are unaware and feeling like sitting ducks and people are, and people are completely clueless probably to even what I'm saying right now. And that's a concern. Yeah. And let me, Mm -hmm. let me tell you that we're very concerned because we don't believe that Biden is, is on top of it. We believe he's on that side. We are very concerned because we don't believe that Justin Trudeau is on top of it. We believe they're on the side of the Chinese. So who's on top of it? Trump, who lost an election, supposedly, which we all know it was fake and rigged, but they won't let anybody actually, the courts won't even hear the the cases. And, you know, I, there was 500 um, computer scientists that have been working with Truman Black that were supposed to testify in the Senate yesterday, which was Monday, and they the Senate abruptly canceled. You know, there's all mm-hmm. these things going on. So who's on top of it? Trump? And I believe he probably is. But what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? What does that mean? We have yep. two We have two heads of states supposedly coming in who seem like they're on the sides of the Chinese? Well, that's a great question. They definitely have said that it is not Biden. If Biden were to come into power, then that agenda will move forward. So we definitely don't want to see Biden come into power. Trump is necessary. It is important that Trump wins. And uh, by the evidence that's there, he has won and by a landslide. So we will we'll be determined to see. And we have to wait till J- January 20th 
is the last date before we have the results to that. So if they're already announcing it in the media, this is part of their propaganda. This is part of their ta well, war sure. tactic that they, you know, that they already manifest what they want in reality by saying it already. So, you know, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. they said it the day of. They fixed it, They and then they won't let any kind of... Uh, information. YouTube is shutting everybody down who even says anything about fraud Correct. right now. So obviously YouTube is part of this operation. When I was, when I had uh, General McCanny on, McGurney on, I talked to him about this being an operation. I said, this is very clearly an operation. And that's what we were talking about. And he talked about the Insurrection Act. He talked about the fact that we're at cyber war and how serious this is. And, you know, we talked very clearly about that. Um, and the fact that we need to go into martial law and that Trump needs to take complete control. I have not seen that occur yet. At some point, this needs to happen because people are getting worried. They're also getting worried that this vaccine is being administered by Trump, um, by the military. Yes. And so what does that mean? You know, I, I, I agree with that. I, I question that too. And, and I don't, I don't have an answer for that. I do know that the general uh, had mentioned general Valley had mentioned that this action may take place before Christmas. So it's, uh, it's something that could be right around the corner and that's all I can say really. But yeah, uh, I understand. Yeah, I agree with, it's mm -hmm. hard to know. Okay. Well, Kyle, what, what do you think on this front? I mean, you know, you, you, you brought up black magic. I'm going to go there a little bit only because I've been interviewing. Um, we do know that the people on the top are, they, they worship a, a darker source, right? And they're not like that. The masses don't realize that there is a religion that they worship and they believe in it. And one of the sources that I have been interviewing was very, very high up in this, um, I call it a cult, um, said that 95% of the people who are actually stuck in that system don't want to be in it. There's only about 5% that actually um, believe in it and are hardcore that want to be. The rest don't want to be in it. And the way it sounds is that your brother might be one of that 95%. Um, what do you see going on? Do you think that this they're gonna, they're, they don't have a choice? Are they going to be implementing this and he's going to go down with the ship? Uh, you know, I hope not. I hope that everybody who's like, you know, part of that 95% who are just caught in the web, um, you know, understand even if they've got, even if there's like, you know, compromising, uh, information against them or, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the 5% is holding something over them. Like understand that that, that contract that they have is with that, that 5%. It's not with, you know, not with, not with everybody, not with God at the end of the day, like, you know, their souls are on the line here. Um, and so, you know, being able to forgive and especially like as a, as a global, like, you know, as a race, like being able to forgive and accept and move past and not seek to go out there and like, you know, burn and hang and like, you know, just, just impose, you know, remove one dictatorship and install another one. Um, like we need to understand that this is an acceptance movement and not a resistance movement as we, as we move forward and, you know, raise our collective vibration above the, you know, the reptilian vibration, which is, uh, you know, of to hide and to scare and to and to prey off people's fears. And, you know, as everybody is being very scared and anxious and unhealthy, like, you know, it's just feeding that, which is just, I, you know, I feel like giving that, you know, that dimension more power. So, um, you know, the thing that we must all, like, you know, attempt to work on is raising our vibrations and moving past just safety and security as our underlying kind of operational um you know guidance and recognizing like the true potential and the beauty um that we are capable of and how that we can work together and also being able to admit that you know like you know in the words of like ho'oponopono like you know be like you know be able to share love to say i i love you to the world and then be able to say, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I it doesn't, you don't even need to take what you're sorry for, but just the intention to say, I'm sorry. 
and then to ask to please forgive me like you know ask for forgiveness as well like it's okay to ask for forgiveness it is good uh and then like finally to say you know i'm grateful and i'm thankful uh you know those four those four statements are proved to be very very healing and something that you know the globe kind of needs now as we you know as we need to heal from heal from the damage that's been caused and you know ultimately there is like we can't look like as we just described there is no like other group except for potentially like an extraterrestrial force to come and save like the world right it's now. us it's, it's us. us it is yes. us. it is humanity must save itself at this yes. point yes it's not a nation it's not a party it's not anything it's a collective that needs to stand up and say no and that like permeates across it all and this is like when we can mm-hmm. when we can rise up and say like no and not in a point a gun and pull the trigger and like you know cause more damage and cuz that will just only feed into their into their system it's just peacefully saying no i resist and i will i will not i do not succumb i do not succumb to this i will not acquiesce and I've been doing a lot of talks with with Jesse Saboter, who is a chaplain, and, and she's teaching me a lot about that system. And I've come to the conclusion that that 95% um, person, I think there's what you're saying is absolutely true. It's a, it's a, we should forgive and help them, and we need a truth and reconciliation movement with that group. But I am not there with the other 5%. I don't think that they are savable. And I don't know what to do about that because I think they are so far mm-hmm. gone that they want to destroy us and, and we have no option. And mm-hmm. That is the very top of the pyramid. That is the very top of the pyramid. And they have ex- enjoyed the ability through the centralized structures of the world to have visibility and control over the rest of the pyramid. Now, where I feel like blockchain technology uh affords us a chance in open source data and accountability and transparency is to flip the pyramid upside down so we can identify and 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 break that power paradigm and hold mm-hmm. them accountable like you know at the end of the I agree. like we do need like you know a, a new nuremberg trials here like a global yes. of the people by the people mm-hmm the people to hold specific people accountable like you know we can we can we can develop Mm -hmm. this list and have have trials have questions like you know and that's those are people like the bill gates of the world and like the tony fauci's of the world and the you know what's his name like zucker uh, like you know the CNN, the you know the CNN leader, and uh, there's 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 a number there. I'm not I don't want to specifically like name the names, but they're like this is what will come out in and behind that investigation yeah. in understanding the power structures because it is all available. Like all the data is there. We have to just you just mm-hmm. you just need like you know a coalesced kind of action force to help help like you know, investigate in the purpose of justice and accountability for the betterment and the best interests of humanity. I've been going through a custody challenge down here in San Diego, which has been very telling about the law and understanding that the courts are only interested in the best interests of the child. I parable that to where we're right now. Courts, justice, humanity, be only interested in what's in the best interests of our race, of our global human race mm-hmm. and 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 and, up and remove the politics from that and understand that like you know crimes against humanity are real human trafficking is real genocide is real like you know understanding like you're breaking your medical code of ethics that is real and all these groups have have standards and bodies in place for accountability it has just been lost there is just like you know our own government government governments you know as you just as you mentioned earlier sarah you know they're shutting the door on on the courtrooms on the senate on like you know the canadian government just shut down shut down Mm -hmm. and now they've gone all all you know virtual too which is you know very easy to press the mute button on someone or like, like say end meeting um, you know, if, if it's if it's going somewhere you don't want. So, 
Well, it's kind of like when Galileo, somebody wrote a story, and I, and I want to repeat it, and I can't remember where I read it, but when he was trying to prove to the the Christian, um, the Catholic bishops that or cardinals, the Catholic cardinals, that it was the earth really was the sun, the sun, we rotated around the earth, you know, the sun and the earth wasn't the center of the universe. And he wanted the cardinals to see for themselves and come and look in the telescopes. And what they did is they came, but when they looked, they closed their eyes so they could have um, plausible deniability. They didn't see it. And so they could say it wasn't true. And I think that's what we're seeing here. But I think the Nuremberg trial is another whole Nuremberg trial, and very serious here. I mean, we, we have to do this and push because this these crimes against humanity are very extreme. This is worse than World War II, and we're seeing it go down. It's done in a much more sophisticated way, but it's much more damaging. And, um, you know, figuring out, and 5% is just a number that's thrown out there, but figuring out who those numbers are and anybody else that's a victim of the system, even if they committed crimes, but in a victim sort of way, you know, let's have some truth and conciliation so that we can rise up and be a better species. But we really do have to weed out the ones who are bad apples because they'll just keep doing it. And, and we can't allow them to keep doing it. You know, our children are too precious to even to allow them into a place of power that will each one of them are destroying thousands of little people and, you know, innocent people. Well, no matter how old they are, they're children of God and they're being destroyed by so few people that have um, really bad intentions. We got to know who those people are and remove them from power. We, mm -hmm. we have to. Absolutely. Yeah. So in closing here, what to, what are the two, what do each one of you want to make sure that my audience knows and they can share? You know, one thing that I've always said is that it's really difficult. It's stress inducing to know so much and not be able to do anything about it. What have you found that you're doing that's helping you and can help others um, feel like they're making a difference. Do you want me to go ahead, Kyle? Sure. Either one. Sure. Um, I, you know, I think what I, I, I've actually had Mike Swinwood, it, Kyle had mentioned him earlier. I had an interview and he spoke a lot about the human conscience and it was really, really um, uplifting to hear this, but it is very important at the same time. And that is, that it's a time I think it's really important for us to look at our own self and go there with what who we are and what we see and what we've lived in our experiences and what we see going forward and how we choose to go forward. And that's really about your own self journey and your own conscience. And I think this is a time of great reflection to that for each person. Um, it's not so much telling the other or trying to convince the other what to see and how to see things and what to think, because you can't do that for one. And it, we have such a divide, you know, we are being led by a divide and conquer mentality and they seem to be succeeding with that right now. So take it back to you, take your power back so you can rise up with yourself in this and you can ask questions. Because when you start to ask questions, you start to use your own mind. You start to use your own being and your own conscience. And I think that is really, really important. So ask questions. And, you know, we all have a vision. We all want the same thing for the most part, I, I imagine. And that is this, you know, a, a peaceful, joyful life of family and pr productivity and creativity. And so why, why don't we take that responsibility upon ourselves to find that way rather than being told constantly how to go about doing that? So ask questions, be with yourself in this and learn more about who you are and really see the deeper meaning because we've lost a lot of these teachings and we've lost a lot of this insight in our journey. And we need to bring that back. You know, like Kyle said earlier, we need to come together. We need to rise up. 
And we need to take that initiative and responsibility if we want any changes, because we know that you can't change another person. You can't change another anything. You have to only change yourself. So this applies at any time in our existence. It applies now. And it's really, really important. And stay away from main media, mainstream media, please. Absolutely. (laughs) It is. It's absolutely evil. Absolutely. What do you have, Kyle? So the mainstream media is like, you know, you can observe it, just observe it with like, you know, your blue light glasses on. Um, they tell they tell a lot, but it's 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 very, very, uh, you know, subjective presented as objective. And it has, you know, programming deeply within it. Now, in terms of like the path forward, I totally agree. Focus on thyself uh, and peace with thyself, like heal yourself before you attempt to heal others. Uh, if you're looking for ways to get involved, um, you know, identify where do you think it is that, you know, you can help the most. And I also call on, you know, call like ask you to call on your, you know, your inner creative, your inner artist and think about, you know, how you can be um, effectively subversive against this machine. Um, you know, one like, you know, in, in the mask trials or in the mask and the mass daily mass tribulations, like, you know, I've got a pretty wild outfit that I wear, wear outside now and in the, like basically a full costume. But I also have like a burqa in case, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really in, in getting in, in, in a challenge. And that's like, you know, that's kind of like, they feel like the level of oppression that we're at. So like, you know, that is a, that is a symbol of one thing that can be done, but you know, I would also, um, like aside from a specific kind of action like that, you know, I would look toward something like the 10 principles of burning man, which I have right here, which are radical self radical inclusion, gifting, giving gifts to other people, being, being good, helping out decommodification, like understanding the sharing nature of society and not thinking everything about dollars, dollar signs, radical self-reliance, being able to take care of you and your family. Like, you know, this is really important. Understand, like become radically self-reliant, radical self-expression. You are in control of the way that you exhibit yourself to the world. Communal effort, work with those around you, come together, make things happen. Civic responsibility, you are part of society, you have a voice, you have action, own that action, you are powerful. Leave no trace, obviously, like that's a Burning Man thing specifically to the playa, but, you know, understand the legacy that you're leaving leaving behind, and are you proud of it, or is it a mess? Um, participation get involved with things like you know as when people are doing something chip in they might not be asking for help but they probably need your help so chip in participate even you don't need express permission to participate because when we operate under radical inclusion it's understood that you are welcome to participate in these things then last one is immediacy act do don't wait do go out there immediately like you know think think on it don't don't push punt it like do that after after christmas or next year or some future time if you've got a burning desire to do something do it like make it happen so those are 10 principles of burning man that i would say are, are, are strong kind of you know underlying fundamental and burning man i would say is an incredible incredible um like you know collective uh, gathering of light workers, all like you know, really pushing the bounds of what is possible. Um, you know, it has it has different connotations, and I'll get now to my next thing, which is the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, which is which are four simple agreements to try and live one's life by to be the best that you can. The first one is be impeccable with your words. Understand that your words cast white magic or black magic. Be conscious of what you're saying. Be impeccable with your words. Do you want to be on the side of the light or the side of the dark? Well, your words will dictate which way you go. 
second the second agreement is don't make assumptions understand that based on the words like you can you, we're often told to believe a certain thing immediately so be very careful about making assumptions based on other other people's inferences and 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 words third is don't take anything personally bad or good people will especially in our in our realm of what we're doing and speaking absolutely getting like you know we're getting all sorts of haters coming on and like trying to hurt and trying to knock you down like the black magic and then you got all sorts of people coming being like oh my god and like fluffing you up but be careful with that mm -hmm. too like you know don't take that personally just just stay strong stay focused like you know, and, and it comes to the fourth agreement which is just always do your best in everything that you do just do your best just give it your all if you give it your all you have no regrets in life we can't take anything from you do that and you unlock like you know the the divinity within yourself that we all have within us so those are the four agreements and then the last thing that i like you know that is that I spray paint on the back of my jacket and has been a very powerful kind of statement has been to be truthful, be fearless and be gentle. So in, in our actions, like, you know, guiding words. So by doing all that and by helping operate underneath those conditions, like you can find peace within thyself. You can make a difference with the collective together. We can come together. We can radically collaborate to not just create, like to move past a win-lose scenario, to move past a win-win scenario and move to a win to the power of win scenario. And I truly believe that's what we as a collective race, species, civilization, you know, need to do to raise our vibration of above this low reptilian vibration that has the world in a stranglehold it's not a, it's it's not like you know an extraterrestrial i mean i don't know exactly but i'm not saying when i say reptilian it's not actual reptiles it's a vibration it's a dimension with that is within yeah. all of us that controls yeah. us, that can control us it's when yeah. you're scared it's your pain body sometimes as what eckhart tolle kind of refers to it as um, rise above that. If we all rise above that, we will defeat it and we will be able to shape our world together in a beautiful, prosperous manner that really brings out the best of all of us. And we can hopefully enter the thousand years of light, um, you know, as has been prophesied. Very good. Okay. Amen. Uh, that's, that was really good. Now, where do people find your information, both of you? I don't care. Kyle, you can start. Um, where's the best people, they, place they can go to learn more about you or the projects that you're working on? Sure. So I like, you know, Twitter is kind of like, you know, one of the points at Kyle Kemper on Twitter. Um, SwissKey.io is the website that you know, I've built for that. I have a book on Amazon called the, the Unified Wallet, Unlocking a Digital Golden Age. It's a short read. If you have questions about Bitcoin and blockchain, what's possible in terms of this technology to, you know, give us all back individual control over our money, data and identity. Um, I encourage you to read it. I don't demand anything, but it's one thing you can do. Um, I'm on Patreon too. I think I have two subscribers love to get to three uh, <laughs> that's awesome yeah. <laughs> how, how about you amina <laughs> that was good that's great yeah. um yeah youtube uh so far they're letting me stay on there but i am one of the smaller ones but still putting out some good information um Amina M on YouTube and also on BitChute, Amina M. And I'm on Twitter, Amina Motala. Uh, as far as websites, uh, I'm going to, well, I'll mention the one with the General Valilee. That's his website and it's standupamericaus.org. And we do have some, a Canadian uh, rendition there it, the, for, for those who want to follow what's going on here in Canada. And um, justiceforcanada.ca, and that's the Norman Traversy and myself, our movement, Justice for Canada, and also my own website, aminamotala.com. A blockchain project I'm working on is with carnomaly.io, C-A-R-N-O-M-A-L-Y.io. Great uh, new project coming up, and it's going to launch in January. It is amazing what it's going to do for the car industry. 
So, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you both so much. And if I don't speak to you before Christmas, have a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Otherwise, have a wonderful time with your family. (laughs) And thank you so much. Thanks, Sarah. You too. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, thank you so much for all that you do. Thanks, Kyle. And Sarah, just one last thing. How how can we help you? Yes. The, that is such a great question. The best thing for people to do is, you know, I'm, I got kicked off of YouTube when I, I had over 125,000 subscribers. And um, they're part of the operation, obviously. And so what we really need to do is get off of those platforms. Follow me on Odyssey. Go to my website at sarahwestall.com. Um, I'm also on uh, BitChute. But if, and I, and on Patreon, if the um, powers that be decide to shut down social media, make it difficult to listen to, um, you know, different platforms, I'm also on sarahwestall.tv. It's behind a firewall. It's another way for me to be able to communicate with people. It's, it, I'm just very concerned that they, what they want to do is shut down all sorts of communication and communication is what we need to do. We need mm-hmm. open lines of communication. Right. That yeah. you have like, you know, and you've got a community of people who I'm sure want to are listening and want to figure out like, okay, be, I've already subscribed. What can I do now? Like, what else can I do? How can I help awaken other people or, or channel people into these conversations? Because, you know, we feel that if more people just heard these, then, you know, they, they, they the lights might go off and maybe people will have their, you know, their, 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 their red pill moment, if you will. So like, do you have any, do you have like, you know, stickers or any, any, any information that, you know, we can arm the, or we can not arm, but we can provide to, you know, to the, the, the fans and supporters and other light workers out there to, to. Oh, that would be great. I'm not that organized. I have sarahwestall.com. Okay, sarahwestall.com. So anybody who's listening who might be a graphic designer, if someone wants to whip up a badass Sarah Westall Mm -hmm. sticker, like, you know, with a wicked slogan, you've got some slogans, like, let's get some stickers out there and encourage people to print them themselves and, you know, put them in, in, again, following being in the gentle manner of that equation. Be gentle with your placement, but be, be skilled. With your with your with your sticker placement, you know to, great. to catch people, um, mm-hmm. you know in the real world out there. Let's oh, that's get, great. We'll, Thank you. That's yeah, that's great, in, Kyle. Because there's a crash. lot of talent out there. Yeah, yeah, and people can use and forward their talents and and participate that way. That is a great idea. And everybody yeah. goes to the shopping center right now, so everybody's there. Everybody's yeah. there. Like we're all going to like big boxes. Like you know the in. Be clever because yeah, that, and that would be great because like, I have so much for humanity to see on my website and it's all about, it's not about me. It's about getting out this information and that's my passion right now. Yeah. I don't know why, but it is. And I do know why, but I don't mm-hmm. know why at the same standpoint, you know what I'm saying? I know you I feel do. the same. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah. so it can't, and you're doing, you are just doing the best. I know it. You're just like, you know, you're crushing mm-hmm. it in your own regard, like doing this. Now, others, again, who are out there who like, you know, wish they could be, but recognizing you're, you're not Sarah Westall, but you have power too. And you can do things too. Like, mm-hmm. how can you make a difference? How can you t- tune two exactly. people today? Two people. How can you get two people to, to watch this? Or to or to go to the website. Just not. Don't worry about a thousand. Don't worry about that. Just two. Like actual impressions. Like real, real impressions. Like think about that. Like you know, let's not. Don't. Don't. Because expectations are the blueprints for disappointment. So if you set a big expectation of yourself in your quest and what you're trying to do, you are setting yourself up for a perceived self failure in it. Whereas. Break it down to little wins. Think about just, okay, one person, like one person. Like don't even worry about two. Just one person. Like you can do that. And after you do that, you can pat yourself on the shoulder and you can feel good about it and you can move on to the next person and thinking thinking about it. And know that your actions are everything. And you are on 
omnipotent. That's all I have to say for now. Thank you everybody That's for perfect. listening. Thank you, Sarah, so much. That's Amina, awesome. thank you for helping. Thank make you, it all Kyle. Possible. Thank you. Hope Thank on you both.